Welcome to Stocks to Watch, a platform to help you make informed investment decisions. I'm Ashley Berry, and we're welcoming David Mansfield, CFO of VinFast Auto, listed on the NASDAQ as VFS. The prominent brand in Vietnam specializes in manufacturing electric vehicles. They're on a mission to create a green future for everyone with a portfolio of electric SUVs, e-scooters, even e-buses. They export to the U.S., Canada, and soon... Europe. David, great to have you on. Excited for this conversation. Ashley, thanks very much for having me on the, the show. Uh, very excited to speak to you about BinFast and look forward to the conversation. Fantastic. So, you know, the electric vehicle market has experienced significant growth in recent years. 2020 electric cars constituted less than 5% of global new car sales, but this figure rose to approximately 9% in 2021, further in 2022 to 14%, with sales surpassing 10 million units. So why don't we jump right in, introduce the company, its products to those unfamiliar with it, and please tell us more about how VinFast positions itself within the EV market. Yeah, great, uh, great intro and great uh, framing of the, uh, the question and the market because uh, VinFast was exactly established to capitalize on the growth and the transition to EVs that you've outlined and, and highlighted in your question. So we're a very young com uh, company. We've only been established uh, just over six years but we've already developed a full portfolio of EVs and, as you said, e-scooters and e-buses. And we also have a fully integrated battery business. So everything from battery cells through energy storage, grid-scale energy storage. We have already rolled out most of our EVs in Vietnam. So we'll have, by the middle of next year, a total of seven different EV models for the Vietnamese market. And again, as you highlighted, uh, we're rolling those out for international markets as well, starting in the major markets in the US, uh, Canada, and Europe, but have expansion plans beyond that as well. We've also importantly built our business off of understanding how to manufacture and deliver vehicles at scale to begin with. So we've uh, built out a very large manufacturing capability in Vietnam. It's a great location from which to uh, build and export vehicles and EVs in particular. Um, we're already, as I said, delivering vehicles into North America and Europe, but we've got a plans to expand that, ambitious plans to expand that extending deliveries into the Middle East, other parts of Southeast Asia, uh, India, uh, Indonesia, and, and elsewhere. Uh, another important aspect of the business is that we're backed by and were established by VinGroup. VinGroup is Vietnam's largest private conglomerate. It's a massive component of the economy in Vietnam and touches all aspects of people's lives uh, from real estate through schools, hospitals, retail malls. And with that booking, uh, with that backing as a as a corporate sponsor, uh, we feel we're very differentiated as a, a new EV entrant. So, David, I understand your company has recently seen a surge in deliveries. Perhaps you could discuss your go-to market strategy, starting in Vietnam and then, of course, expanding globally. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, so delivery volumes are up uh, quarter on quarter, but there's still substantial room for further growth. Uh, last quarter, we delivered 10,000 uh, EVs and 28,000 e-scooters. We anticipate future volumes to increase 
based on both domestic demand and uh, internationally, of course, our entire product portfolio we're excited about delivering into our new markets. Um, to date, our international go-to-market strategy is being focused on the core overseas markets in the US, Canada, and Europe. We've picked those uh, high-volume EV markets uh, in each of these locations. So in the US, uh, we have 15 showrooms in California. In Canada, we're located in the major metropolis locations. And in Europe, uh, our initial showrooms are located in France, Germany, and the Netherlands. Uh, we recently announced ambitious plans to be delivering cars in a further 50 global markets by the end of 2024. So again, uh, we're really, uh, uh, we have ambitious plans to, to have a global distribution footprint. Um, we've incorporated a hybrid distribution model uh, in that strategy. So a combination of both direct to consumer owned and operated showrooms that VinFast uh, run and operate with also uh, integrated into dealership distribution uh, model where uh, in certain locations we'll be leveraging distribution to be able to, to sell our cars. And this will allow us to expand more rapidly and also in a capital efficient manner. It offers consumers the best coverage for VinFast cars in many of the markets that we plan to, to distribute into. So when we think about those different markets, we, we divide them up into two broad models. The first is uh, model one where we are uh, operating some degree of manufacturing uh, capability within those markets. And we'll also be uh, operating our own directed distribution. Those kind of markets are uh, in North America, uh, in Indonesia, uh, India, the Middle East. Um, and then we plan to set up uh, some uh, factories in Indonesia and India to support that distribution capability. Outside of those markets, uh, we'll also be distributing into many other locations and we'll be leveraging third-party distribution capabilities for that. Um, and with the recent launch of our VF6 and VF7, they are a, a B and a C segment car for the lower price point in, in Vietnam. Um, we have almost completed the full lineup of our vehicles. Um, we're very excited about the 2024 prospect of delivering those cars across uh, all of the markets, but not just in Vietnam, into all of the markets where we're targeting globally. Fantastic. And I have to imagine the environmental positive impact is substantial. Uh, the United States International Development Finance Corporation uh, expressed interest in VinFast by signing a letter of intent regarding a potential $500 million loan for expansion. And apparently you plan to establish a factory in the U.S. Can you give us a little more information on that and, and the loan? And if approved, uh, what would contribute to that? Yeah, it's a, a very recent announcement. We uh, uh, came out with that uh, statement at the recent and uh, the ongoing uh, COP28 uh, um, uh, meetings in Dubai. So, yeah, we announced that the uh, IDFC would uh, be signing a letter of interest to extend financing to VinFast for the development of manufacturing of lithium-ion batteries in Vietnam. And we're really very pleased that uh, VinFast has been recognized as an ideal partner for development finance uh, in ASEAN and in particular in Vietnam. We'll be devoting that uh, development finance uh, to the expansion and creation of our battery cell manufacturing capabilities in Vietnam. And it'll be an important component of uh, developing clean transportation infrastructure. We've also got a, a, a number of other uh, development initiatives that we're, we're contemplating with the IDFC, including uh, 
uh, future collaborations around uh, building out important charging network infrastructure and uh, supporting public transportation initiatives and networks with our e-buses. So a lot being done. But actually, the uh, IDFC uh, loan is really uh, a dialogue around what we're doing in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. uh, separate to that, as you point out, is our planned factory expansion in North Carolina. And they're, and they're quite separate, but uh, no, nonetheless uh, important. Um, so we have uh, signed uh, and committed to building out a, a very large factory in North Carolina, where we'll be producing VinFast cars for the, the US and North American market. Uh, the US market is obviously a key component of our expansion strategy internationally. So we've already broken ground on the facility uh, as of July of this year. Our first vehicles will be rolling uh, off the production line there. Uh, we anticipate in Q3 of 2025, the, the cars are going to be making, they're really tailored for the North American market. So although we produce vehicles across all uh, vehicle segments, everything from teeny tiny two-seater uh, cars uh, in sub-A segment category, which are very popular in, in some Asian markets, uh, all the way up, we'll be producing uh, C, D, and E segment cars uh, for us. They're the VF7, VF8, and VF9. Uh, we'll be producing those in North Carolina. We've got capacity for about 150,000 there. Importantly, we'll be creating uh, significant jobs uh, in North yes. Carolina along with that. So overall, uh, you know, the, the, the plans are to spend uh, probably about $2 billion between now and the middle of 2026 in creating EV capacity in lots of different areas. North Carolina is one. Uh, I think I mentioned uh, we, we had planned expansion into India and Indonesia as well. But about 70% of that amount of money will be invested in creating the North Carolina factory facility. Uh, importantly, we also have the capacity on site to bring in additional suppliers who will be working alongside us. We've got a very large uh, capability to build a supplier park there. And uh, eventually, we'll be building out cell manufacturing capability in, in the same uh, site location. So uh, two different topics, but nonetheless uh, important and uh, important parts of our future growth strategy. Sure, and supporting the U.S. economy is so important. You know, North Carolina is just a state away from me. So personally, I really appreciate that being from the United States. Um, despite the growing EV market, achieving profitability remains a challenge, really, uh, as evidenced by companies like Tesla, which took over a decade to reach quarterly profits, even with government subsidies. So what strategies is your company employing to address current challenges, cut costs and accelerate the journey towards profitability? Sure. Well, I wouldn't want to uh, underestimate uh, what Tesla have achieved. And I think it's important to recognize uh, that we as EV manufacturers uh, recognize what Tesla have done uh, in blazing a trail for EV manufacturing globally. They've really demonstrated how to, to build demand for sustainable transport by producing technology-centric cars and innovative cars. Um, Obviously, it took them 10 years to reach uh, profitability or however long it took them. But as a fast follower, it'll take us substantially uh, less uh, time. But what Tesla have done is they demonstrated how efficient and modern manufacturing uh, techniques in, in, in producing their EV cars can also lead to really enhanced operating margins uh, when you're operating at scale. Some of the other global manufacturers uh, that are dominant in the EV space, some of the Chinese manufacturers also demonstrate how to do that. And, and again, those are the 
targets that we have in mind when we think about how to improve our profitability. But uh, so in the EV industry today, so I, I think big companies like Tesla and BYD, the Chinese manufacturer, are uh, very much in the lead, and, and we anticipate learning quickly from those players. Our strategy to get to profitability is really uh, to operate at sufficient scale. So we've developed a full portfolio of vehicle models, uh, as I said, across all vehicle segments. What that allows us to do is to uh, deliver cars uh, that people want to buy at lots of different price points so that we can tap into the belly of the volume curve, you know, where most people buy their cars in the, let's say the $25,000 to $45,000 price point. Um, those are our B, C and D segment cars. And then we have, as I mentioned, our, our large E segment VF9 as well. But um, scale is an important component of getting to profitability, uh, leveraging the advantages that we have in Vietnam. So Vietnam is, as I mentioned, an excellent place to be building and exporting cars. Uh, our operations there are very low cost. Um, we operate as, a, as an organization in a very lean fashion and very agile, which is an important element in our cost reduction initiatives. So as we produce the models, as we produce the, the, the seven ED models, all of our e-scooters, the e-bus portfolio, and uh, we've gone through the, the bulk of the R&D cycle in developing those products already, you'll see our, our costs come down because uh, uh, that will be a, a lower component of our ongoing uh, operating expenses. Um, so uh, I think an important element of what we are able to do in developing our vehicles is to operate very efficiently. So our marginal cost of developing a new vehicle model is much lower than say uh, a Rivian or a Lucid for a number of different reasons. Um, so scale, uh, efficiency of uh, R&D, uh, another element that will allow us to quickly achieve profitability is the, the platform, the vehicle platforms that we use. So try to maximize overlap in parts within the vehicle platforms that we've developed. That's an important element in uh, how you get cost efficiency when manufacturing at scale. And again, the likes of uh, BYD lead the market in, in that area, but we're uh, learning very quickly and we have targets to, to, to raise our margins by uh, operating in that way. So overall, uh, we're operating at negative margins at the moment as we roll out new vehicles, but we have very clear plans on how we get to a point of break even. Uh, as I said, we're completing the R&D cycle where we'll, when we get through the uh, bulk of our capex on a future operating uh, expansion and capacity expansion um, what you'll see is that all of our operating profits uh, will drop to the bottom line and generate a lot of positive free cash flow for the company so that's a simple way of, uh, of saying or what well, maybe a long-winded way of saying we're going to uh, make more cars and we're going to make them more efficiently that's our path to profitability yeah, and given the fact that you have so many different models, the scalability to me sounds endless. Really, it's like trailblazing efforts that that you're doing right now. I also understand following your initial public offering, your stock price nearly doubled. So for those that are listening or watching, uh, given your mission, uh, given your ambitions, can you just give a little bit more about why right now is the time to invest in your company? Well, yeah, and it was a very exciting listing uh, on NASDAQ, uh, both on the listing day itself and subsequently. But uh, we were very we were very well positioned, uh, we believe, to benefit from some strong 
investment themes of vehicle electrification across the globe and also growth in ASEAN markets. Uh, Vietnam is the fastest growing economy in Southeast Asia and also a key beneficiary of what is termed China plus one. So this uh, offshoring of manufacturing capacity away from uh, traditional locations in China as a result of some of the geopolitical tension and the desire to separate supply chains. And uh, as I said, Vietnam is a major beneficiary of that. And, and many people are looking to for ways of investing in that theme. Uh, VinFast is a very good way of doing so. But overall, we believe that uh, battery EV penetration will accelerate globally based on a number of tailwinds, things like regulation, things like uh, a lowered cost of uh, batteries and batteries you know, are fall, battery prices are falling. Um, we think that manufacturers increasingly will provide consumers with affordable EVs in smaller vehicle segments as, as we are, are doing ourselves. And, and so we very much want to compete in all of those uh, price points. Um, so if you want to invest in an auto company that is going to be an auto company for the future with a full product portfolio that covers all elements of electric transportation, then VinFast is a good candidate. Um, our distribution uh, is not going to be regional, it's going to be global. Again, comparing ourselves to the likes of um, some of the, 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 the other popular uh, EV names like uh, Rivian, Lucid, or some of the Chinese names where they are quite uh, regional in their um, product distribution strategy. Our plan is to distribute globally, and so we're very excited about having lots of markets to, to tap into. But uh, fundamentally, uh, you know, with all those factors, we think the share price as it, as it is now just really underrepresents the opportunities that are embedded within VinFast. Uh, you, you mentioned EVs, you mentioned e-scooters, we've got e-buses uh, and all of the different uh, battery businesses that we'll be able to expand and build on. So if uh, consumers are interested in, uh, you know, in, in a stock that represents that growth opportunity, uh, VinFast is a great uh, candidate. And indeed, uh, we'll be, uh, you know, we have upcoming vehicle launches, we've got upcoming short store openings, um, we'll be, uh, showcasing our products at CES if people are uh, looking to go to CES to see what's uh, available in, as uh, for consumers uh, in upcoming electronic showcases. Uh, VinFast will have a big booth there and, and an opportunity for people to experience our cars. Well, certainly of the way of the future, not to mention your commitment to environmental sustainability. Thank you so much, David Mansfield, CFO of VinFast Auto, again listed on the NASDAQ as VFS. We appreciate you joining us here on Stocks to Watch. Sounds like there are a lot of milestones ahead for you. So we'll be watching. Thanks again. Thanks, Ashley. Pleasure to join you.